you know, for those of you who are saying, hey, Margo, you know what? You're preaching to the choir. You know what? I've already been to the cross for the forgiveness of my sin. That's great. Praise God. My question to you then is, are you staying there? Are you staying right at the cross? I remember years later when I asked my mom, I said, Mom, for 31 years, I kept praying for me. I said, oh, Mom, how did you do that? I said, oh, honey, I asked the Lord a long time ago to keep me two inches close to the cross. And that kept me right there. Right there. Can you say with Paul, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain? Or would you have to be honest and search your heart and say, well, for me to live is blank and fill in the blank. For me to live is my image. For me to live is my family, my career, my portfolio, my friends, my home, my church, my ministry. What are you filling that blank in with? If you're filling that blank in with anything except Jesus, you're missing his best for you until you go home. I know. I filled in that blank with anything else but his name for 31 years of my life. But praise God, not anymore. See, I don't want to arrive at my eternal home someday and hear God say, Margo, what on earth were you doing? What on my earth were you doing with your life? You know, it's Christmas soon. It's coming sooner than you know. And gifts are always a part of it, aren't they? And so if someone was to give me this box for Christmas as a gift, I'd say, hmm, it doesn't look much like a Christmas box. It's pink. Plaid and flowers, they don't go well together. You know what, it's not very big, so it can't be anything really quite worthwhile. In fact, before I can receive this, I need to open up this gift to see what's inside of it, to see if I really want this gift. Is that what I would say when someone would give me a gift? When someone would give you a gift? No. When you receive a gift, there's no pretenses. There's no, you know, you know, what's in it. There's no demands. There's no expectations. It's a gift. And you receive it gratefully because you're grateful to the giver of the gift. Jesus is described as a gift. In 2 Corinthians 9.15, says it like this. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. The New Living Translation says, Thank God for his son, a gift too wonderful for words. This Christmas, make it your best ever. Give him the gift of your heart. If you haven't given him your heart as a relationship. You know, 
You can't live off anybody else's faith. All those years, I tried to live off my mom's faith. You have to own your own faith. You know, there's no grandchildren in heaven. Can you imagine giving him the gift of your heart and asking him to come into my heart? Clean me up. Do what you did to Margo. You might not have the same story, but everybody has a story. And he died for that story. And he lives for that story. And he's interceding for you for that story right this very minute. So that you would give him the gift of your heart. And if you've already done that, give him the gift of filling in the blank with his name. For me to live is Christ. And to die is gain. Because he promises you the greatest, the greatest relief you've ever known as you walk and run this race that he has set out for you and the joy of the journey on earth and the joy of knowing that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that someday you can go home. So tonight, run all the way from Bethlehem his nail-pierced hands that he did for you, that he did for me. Because 1 John 4, 9 says this, God demonstrated his great love for us by sending his one and only son into the world that we might live, live that abundant life through him. That's eternal relief. So where are you with Jesus tonight? Every single one of you is impacted by Jesus, whether you want him to impact you or not. 